Stay tuned for the golden days of radio in just one moment. The time has come, the walrus said, to smarten up and use your head. For instance, would you smoke in bed? Make up your mind. If you would, then play it shrewd. Because if you started snoozing, you'd most likely wake up barbecued. Make up your mind. What's in a name? This is Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. of the FBI television series. In Oliver Cromwell's time, the new model Army Command was given to a Captain General. A Lieutenant General assisted him, so the Captain part of his title was dropped. The officers then included generals, lieutenant generals, colonels, lieutenant colonels, captains, and lieutenants. A curious heritage left by a man named Oliver, whose Latin name represents the olive branch, a symbol of peace. What's in a name? Plenty. Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are featuring Dinah Shore, Danny Kay, Groucho Marx, George Burns, Frank Sinatra, Jack Benny, Bill Cosby, and an exciting episode from the famous mystery program, Lights Out. One of the popular singers with her own show during the 40s and 50s was Dinah Shore. And here's Art Baker to introduce her. The Dinah Shore Show. And here she is now, Miss Dinah Shore. been worried sick around here about those poor people of Paris. We don't know what they're so poor about, and we don't exactly know why or what's wrong, but the Skylarks are finding out because they have gone to the Berlitz School and they have the whole book with all the translations. By the time they get here, they'll know. Right? It's a casual approach. You didn't get a Well, you want to try it? No, I can only sing in Italian. Italian. How about you, Jackie? Not Tennessee enough for me. I see. Earl, you look very French tonight. Would you like to try myself? Right. You are stuck with it. Louis, now, you want to tell all these people what that means? Sure, that was 
Jack Benny had many guests on his Sunday night radio program, but on one evening he really outdid himself with the following stars. Danny Kay, Groucho Marx, George Burns, and Frank Sinatra. Well, George, Frankie, and Groucho. Hello, fellas. Hello. Hello. Hello, that's brilliant dialogue. Huh? <laughs> Well, welcome to the show, fellas. And if you say the magic word, you get a bottle of suntan oil. <laughs> say, Jack, that reminds me. Huh? Jack? What? That reminds me. Huh? That bottle of suntan oil you sold me was much too greasy, and boy, was I embarrassed. Why? What happened? Well, yesterday when I put some on, I slipped right out of my suit. <laughs> no kidding. Look, fellas, I came here to sing, so let Jordan get it over with, okay? Okay. When I say I beg you, hold it, hold it. <laughs> I, I, that's me, 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 me. I may sing lousy, but I'm grammatically correct. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm Groucho. Now look, fellas, fellas, come on, now let's sing Jack's song. And fellas, I want to tell you how much I appreciate your coming over to do it. No one but real friends. Real pals would give up a Sunday afternoon just to come over here and do this wonderful Jack. song. What? Shut up. <laughs> oh. All right, fellas, let's take it. Now, what key are we going to sing it in, Danny? It'll help if we all take different ones. <laughs> Look, boy. All right, all right, fellas, let's go. Can we, we have go. a nice introduction, please? Say I beg your pardon, then I'll come back to you. When you ask me to forgive you, I'll return. Like the swallows at Serrano, return to Capistrano. <laughs> For you, my heart will always, always yearn. Will And I will understand Beneath the harvest moon will pledge our love Now honey child, don't be listening to anybody else Since we parted, we went back to whence we started And sweetheart, I'll come back to you When I see a baby party and then I'll come back to you
So, my darling, <laughs> though we parted, <laughs> come back to whence we've started. <laughs> and sweetheart, I'll come back to Arch Obler had one of the most frightening programs on radio for many years. Its title, Lights Out. Here's one of the most remembered episodes. This is the witching hour. It is the hour when dogs howl. And evil is let loose on a sleeping world. Want to hear about it? Then turn out your lights. No short hairs rising? Then permit me to try you with the science fiction type. With all these Sputniks and satellites circling our Earth, and with all this competitive fission and fusion going on, science fiction horror is the very latest. And we are trying to bring you the very latest. Do you remember some time ago, in an Eastern scientific institution, they kept a piece of heart alive for weeks on end? Well, I got to thinking, what if that heart began to grow? And grow, and grow grow hello hello operator give me Mr. Regan fast hello Mr. Regan this is Lewis listen get me a rewrite man the thing's still growing no chief I tell you the truth the corridor's choked with living crawling flesh no 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 I'm not drunk I'm telling you the truth that little piece of flesh has grown until now it's jamming that building all inside the space of an hour. You've got to believe me. It's the greatest news story of the generation, and here you argue with me. I tell you, it's the truth. You've got to believe you must me. You believe me. I tell you, the only hope is to burn the building to the ground at once. Now, wait a minute, Doc. Wait a minute. Take it easy. I tell you, burn it to the ground. Burn. And I tell you, take it easy. I sent in a call. Oh, don't you understand? For some reason, I cannot even imagine. This tissue is doubling in size every hour. Do you know what that means? In another hour, it will be twice the size it is now. And long before that, it will break open the building with the force of its pressure. And then it will be free in the street. Do you hear me? Free in the street. And then those, those tentacles of protoplasm stretching out to feed on anything they can reach. What happened? The building. See the walls. Cracking. I warned you. I warned you. Gentlemen, 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 
come to order, please, gentlemen. Please, quiet, quiet, please, please, please now. As mayor, no one realizes more than I do the necessity of immediate action in curbing this unspeakable, unbelievable emergency. And I assure you, I cut the speeches, Mac. That blasted thing is spreading like a forest fire. Call the governor. Get the national guard out. Here is Dr. Alberts of the Research Institute. Let him speak. Step up here, doctor. Got to do something. Let's see what he says. Gentlemen, it was in my institute this horror began. And if you give me a chance, perhaps I can stop it. What is it, doctor? Tell us first what that monster really is. Yes. Yes, I will tell you. That great, ever-growing mass of flesh, it is, or it was... A chicken heart. Chicken oh, heart? Are you crazy, man? Chicken heart! Yes, yes, chicken heart, I tell you. Chicken heart! Listen to me, you fools! Listen, listen! I tell you, that mass of flesh was a chicken heart, the tissue of which, for some reason, is undergoing constant, rapid, accelerating growth. With every passing hour, its growth is doubling. Do you know what that means? If it is now one block in size, within 30 hours, that cannibal flesh will have increased in size to one square block to the 30th power. In 30 hours, every inch of this whole city will be crushed under that moving flesh. Within 60 hours, it will have covered the entire state. Within two weeks, the entire United States. You ask for the National Guard. I say, call out the entire army. Blast this thing off there. Chief, pumpers are ready, all the hoses coupled up. We'll flood that thing with water from all angles. All right, here's the signal. Open them up, full blast! Chief, look out! That flash, it's back. reaching out! Right, get back, everybody, everybody, back! The fools, what good is water? I told them, the only hope is artillery. Bomb. National Guardsmen, report to your armories. All National Guardsmen, report to your armories. General mobilization. Battery in position, sir. Commence firing on the hour. Yes, sir. Ten. Five. Five. Zero. Commence firing. Fire. Useless. It has grown too large, and it grows too quickly. The flesh is already engulfing the guns. They came too late. You all right now, Dr. Alberts? Yes. Yes, I'm all right, Mr. Lewis. I'm all right. Well, I sure am glad I located you. I stalled as long as I could, another ten minutes, and we couldn't have taken off. That blasted protoplasm, or whatever it is, was sucking at the wheels by the time we left the ground. Yes, as I saw. 5,000 feet. Well, we'll cruise around up here for a few minutes and then head west. It will do no good. You can't mean it. It, it must stop growing sometime. It must. Look at it down there. The gray blankets of evil covering everything. See how the roads are black with men and women oh. and their children running for their lives. See how the protoplasmic gray reaches out and engulfs them. See Stop it! Stop talking like that. We'll get away. The government, they'll send bombing planes, poison gas. No hope. The end has come for humanity. 
Not in the red of atomic fusion. Not in the glory of interstellar combustion. Not in the peace of white, cold silence. But with that, that creeping, grasping flesh below us. <laughs> it is a joke, hey, Lewis. A great no. joke. The joke of the I... cosmos. The end no. of mankind. Why? Because of a chicken's heart. No. No, we won't die. I can't die. I'll find a safe landing somewhere. I'll find a place. The motor, it's cut out. We're in a spin. I can't get out of it. I told you. Doomed. No. No. All mankind. Doomed. No. We're falling right into it. Into the heart. Comedian Bill Cosby did a routine about listening to the radio as a boy, and particularly the mystery shows, and especially the program Lights Out. It had a Philco radio, it was about six feet tall, had 287 knobs on it, of which only two worked, off on volume and the station selector. The extra knobs were if you'd lose one, you could replace them right away, you don't have to go to the store. And I loved to get scared to death. Anything that had scared me to death, I loved it. I loved Frankenstein, a wolfman, and a mummy so much. I used to sit right up front. And then they would come at me, and I would squish myself under, into the orchestra pit. I hid all over the place. I'm telling you. I had pictures of them all over my house. Never looked at them. Was scared of them. There were three programs that were scary. One was suspense. That wasn't too scary. That was suspenseful. Then there was Inner, uh, Inner Sanctum, where the guy played the organ. And then he would come in, good evening, and he was so happy to scare you to death. And he opened that door, and then he told you a weird story about his uncle Harry who had lost his hip bone or something like that. Oh, man. But what really scared me was when he closed the door. At the end, of the, I knew somebody was in the house then. And I started smearing that jello. No monster gonna get near me with that jello on the floor. I've tripped up many a monster with that jello on the floor. Yes, sir, Bob. And now, I got my radio, I turn it on. You gotta wait maybe, maybe eight days. There's a heat up, you know, eight days. There's good news. Good evening. That's the guy. Go ahead, scare me to death. I'm ready. I'm ready. Scare me, man. Come on now. And welcome to Lights. I was dumb enough to do whatever the guy said to do on the radio. Turn your lights out. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. They're out, they're out. Go on, scare me to death, I'm ready. Tonight's episode is about a chicken heart. A chicken heart that ate up New York City. Yeah, go chicken heart, go. Go get him, eat him up, chicken heart. Scare me to death, I'm, re I'm ready, I'm ready.
chicken heart was kept alive in a laboratory in a vat. Special solution. Half blood, half sodium salicylate. One day, a careless janitor knocked the vat over. He went to get a rag to clean it up. The chicken heart grew. Six foot, five inches. And in search of human blood. The janitor came back, opened the door. The heart ate him up. What? Go get him, chicken heart. Go get him. Go get him. out into the hallway, rang for the elevator, fourth floor, ah! go get him chicken heart, go get him, you will, moved out into the street, ate up all the cabs, beep beep, the Empire State Building, ate up the Jersey Turnpike. It's in your home state. It's outside of your door. And it's going to eat you up. Oh, I got my jello star smearing it all over the floor. Get out of here, chicken heart! I set the sofa on fire. You won't come near smoking fire and jello. My father came in the house and what? What the hell's the sofa doing on fire? Come in the house, the chicken heart's gonna eat you up. Hurry up, okay. Zip. What chicken heart are you talking about? What on the radio? Tell you the idiot, turn it off. two years, anybody that passed by our house, my father, whether he knew him or not, would call him in. Hey, come here, I want to show you my dumb kid. Go on, tell him how you burn up a hundred dollar sofa and broke your father's arm to save us from that. wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. I hope you've enjoyed the past half hour. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next time for more great moments from radio programs of the past. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>